0: Hey, what's good? Thanks for joining me. Johan Francis CSCS right here. Welcome to my show, Ego Killer. It's right here on this show that we cover the moves you need to make in the gym so that you can live better outside in life. EgoKillerShow.com, EgoKiller Newscast. Sorry, newsletter on the Substack. And every time we do this, it's my hope that you pull a little bit of something out of the show. Maybe that you undervalued before listening to the show and apply it today so that you could get better. Every time out, we're looking to break through and get a little bit more from the system, from our energy and life than we did before. Every time is a chance for us to get closer, being the man or woman, walking up, pulling up. That we're supposed to be, or at least that we feel that we are inside. We have a lot of barriers on a daily life. And I, you know, it's my belief that being inside the gym, working, pushing yourself to the physical limit as much as you can actually helps you tap in. Helps you get closer to that man, woman that you're supposed to be in this life. Without it, it gets challenging, and so you have to figure out ways to push to the limit, even when that seems a little bit daunting. We find ways to do it. We talked about it sometimes being about recovering from injury when insurmountable injury or the perception of it becomes a huge barrier to us staying active. Maybe you're someone that's had to move around quite a bit because you're accepting job offers in different parts of the world and having to fit in and find the new culture, the new social circle. Maybe that's going to be your biggest challenge. Well, that all of those things and so many reasons more. Right shy of you actually breaking bones. Is a solid enough excuse to not get it in and push yourself to the limit. What stops us is our uptick, our appreciation of an ego, right? That's the thing that actually stops us. Putting too much stock value and maybe leaning in too heavily into the process of the ego stops us. Not... The physical limitations. And so, yo, it helps if we test those physical limitations. That's why we stay up in the gym doing our thing. But we don't ever, and I'll say it a lot, have to be inside the gym in order to do that. All you have to do is lease a space, right? Carve out a little bit of space where you can challenge yourself physically. Maybe it's inside of your house where you have a room, right? I just started training again at, uh, in person, on site, and we're in the side yard, getting it in maybe it's your own spot where you've created a room for yourself right and you put all your fitness equipment maybe it's the garage maybe it's on the hills up the street down on the other side of town where you take your bike you do that jog through the park whatever it is that's where you guys are actually getting it done and that's a huge plus be in that space Work through there because you might not have a gym that you could go to. This makes it really easily adaptable for you. Knowing that you don't have to have plates and barbells around to push yourself to the next level. Easily, easily one of the most memorable workouts, exercises that most of us will have an affinity for, or at least a fond-ish memory of, is calisthenics. Because when you were a kid, it was like the first meaningful exercise that you guys did. The first exercise that you did wasn't pull-ups, right? It wasn't a bench press. It was jumping jacks, right? It was jogging in place. It was literal jogging. Those was the first exercise you did when your PE teacher asked you to go ahead and do your jumping jacks. Or for us, it was grasping <laughs> in midair. That was the first meaningful exercise. I mean, maybe you played a little bit of baseball or freeze tag or something like that. But when you were actually sat uh, organized in a modality, it was probably something like jumping jacks. And we called that calisthenics. And this is a means of body weight. And the reason why I want to make that connection is when we were kids, doing those jumping jacks was super easy. Wasn't it? Maybe you played... You know some type of youth sport, and you were doing a lot of calisthenics in preparation for the day of activity that you had planned, so you were doing push ups and sit ups and crunches and whatever else it was at a very young age. You were doing all that stuff, you were doing calisthenics, especially because if you're in my age bracket, we stayed away from the weight room as kids like it was. You know filled with mustard gas like the idea of youngsters going into any type of weight room back in the 90s and before was like anathema you were really you were looking to get on like 60 minutes with that type of behavior. Well, the truth is that was a little bit more of an overshot and over exaggeration. Nonetheless, what is probably safer and more akin to positive psychomotor growth in youngsters is calisthenics. Remember how easy that was? Remember how easy it was to do jumping jacks and somersaults when you were a kid? Maybe you hopped a fence or two, right? Maybe you were playing tag. Maybe you were just jamming out, chasing, I don't know, the ice cream, whatever it was. (laughs) Remember how easy it was to move around? And as we get progressively, as we get older over time, all of that stuff becomes exponentially more difficult. Have you tried to do a somersault in your late 30s, 40s? Have you tried to sprint in your 50s or 60s? How many meniscuses <laughs> got twisted up? How, how dizzy did you get? When you were a kid, you were somersaulting 100 feet down a field of grass in PE class. Calisthenics. You do the same thing as an adult. You've lost all those movement patterns or redirected them. And it became increasingly challenging and you pulled 27 muscle, right? The truth is there was a huge gap in the, in the um, appreciation of calisthenics. We should have been keeping up with it all along. So maybe while everybody has to do some si- sort of physical education when they're younger and you just since that time skipped it and didn't get active until much later and you probably should have been more active in between, it's still not too late. What I want to apprise you of is like, yo, the strongest people out there today are probably doing calisthenics and kind. All right. Some of the strongest people out there are still doing calisthenics. Right now, if I had to take all of the most strong, in shape, active folks, I would think first off is probably gymnasts. Right. Not too many of them running around. But first off, it's probably gymnasts. Then I'm going to go to other things that are akin to gymnastics, like swimmers, martial artists, and other fighters. Then I'm going to start looking at other track and field athletes. Just the strongest pound for pound. You're always going to put up in that situation. And we'll get to my four... Points And my four kind of, I got four or five of these points about how calisthenics is part of your life. And then I'll talk about Pilates, but they're included. Also, when you're talking about doing that Ninja Warrior, they're really strong. Most of those people on that Ninja Warrior are actually pretty adept climbers, right? And so when I think about doing bouldering of any kind or doing some straight up hardcore climbing, I see a lot of really strong people inside of those uh modalities and endeavors right there on the side of the rock face of the artificial rock face climbing the rock getting those hands all chalky because i've never been outdoors where people are climbing i'm sure they're plenty strong also calisthenics right it might be the most fit you can be remember when that stuff was super easy for you calisthenics to this day to me, is always what's popping right now and how strong people can be They're the calisthenic warriors that are doing the thing. When you're talking about long-distance running and you're thinking about someone like Goggins, right? Or you're doing... There's a great YouTube video. It's, it's really old at this point, but I remember watching it when it would just came out and it was a guy doing uh, T-Major and he was doing a lot of push-up variations. And then he did another video on... Certain calisthenic variations, and he was doing all of these dope ass types of push-ups inside the gym. Right? He was a military guy. When I when in fact, right now, if you conjure up an idea of what think about what they're doing right now at Fort Benning. I don't know if that's where you're stationed or if that's where you trained, but take any. Military outfit you can think of right now. Think about the ones that are in basic training right now. They're doing some sort of calisthenic if they're not in the classroom. Right now, they're doing burpees. Probably in sand. Right? Right now, buds is happening somewhere. And they're swimming and jamming out in you know, full boots. Calisthenics. And all I'm saying is we got it right. Special Forces, folks, made the TRX. TRX is a great way to progressively overload by way of taking agonist and antagonist muscles and putting them through overload in different angles. So you can set up a push-up that has a way steeper angle to make it way easier. You can even do a decline push-up in midair hooked up to a TRX to make it harder. And so calisthenics becomes a part of our life. To me, it always makes me think about this one super interesting fact about the nature of humans. And I mean humans as a biological um, animal, as a biological um, kind of part of the, the animal kingdom. Just as a as an straight biological being that we have an advantage where most other, all others do not. Yeah, it's our ability to convey language, of course, but I'm talking about just from a physical aspect. Physically, you think humans, we don't really have any advantages. We don't have claws. We don't have big teeth. We don't got big muscles. We don't have any of that compared to a lot of other animals out there. Even like an octopus could probably mess your whole day up if it's big enough, right? Well, one thing that we have that most other creatures do not have is an innate ability to outlast. We have the ability to run for hours without stopping that most other and I border want to say all other mammalian creatures especially mammalian creatures do not have in theory if we keep running at a constant speed after some prey after some maybe a wounded predator and this was at a time where we had to do such hunting we would win that and that's where humans are, are ostensibly much better and have an advantage biologically. We can outlast. We use our bodies. We can weaponize our bodies just by moving and having endurance. We can weaponize our endurance. All right. We can use our bodies as physical tools to last. That's the nature of calisthenics. Only science has recently shown that calisthenics can actually be more than just an endurance enhancing modality. There are studies going around now that try to make the link and have in fact made that link when you talk about bench pressing and doing push-ups. Science has proven that calisthenics actually can help you grow muscle tissue to the extent That would mimic a bench press like you could grow as much muscle size and strength global strength as you could while you're doing a bench press. So why would you use a bench press because it's convenient It's easy to measure you have to do a lot more variables inside the gym. When you're doing or outside the gym if you're doing calisthenics in order to progressively overload your chest you'd have to start you know working underneath a medicine ball or something like this to change the angle you have to start doing different variations of push-ups in order to match the overload these are all things by the way that a trx is expert at bust out your trx right now dust off the old dvd that they gave it to you right real quick and see about how you can modify all these moves on the trx and progressively overload all the exercises. This is a dope thing that you could do with your TRX. Change the angle and get super duper strong, right? That's calisthenics right there. Right? That's calisthenics. It takes us back to a time where flexibility wasn't inhibited by just crushing years of commuting to work and sitting upright in meetings that just maligned our ability to do cartwheels. You know what I mean? When you were younger, you were more flexible, mobile, and thus a little pound for pound stronger than we are today. Part of it was we ignored calisthenics. So let's talk about it. All right. Let's talk about it. Now that we've made the case, the first thing you're going to want to do is take a page out of this old, deceased German inventor Joseph Pilates handbook handbook for um, body weight training Pilates the basics from the floor are going to get you strong one of the strongest people I knew a guy that taught me a lot about this gym life was really adept at doing Pilates and did I mention he won a gold medal At one point in martial arts, he was adept at doing Pilates, proving that you can be a badass. You could toss people around, win a gold medal and still dominate Pilates. All the things that that man taught me, all the things that I went on later to get certified for inside Pilates taught me how to use your body, both as a pushing mechanism and a pulling mechanism simultaneously, ostensibly applying proprioceptive. Strength to a movement pattern so that your core locked in tight allows the rest of your body, your axial skeleton, your arms, limbs, head, neck to do more stuff. If you're anchored through your core, the basics of any type of Pilates movements is going to teach that to you. There are so many types and modalities of Pilates, whether it's on a machine or a mat these days, that it's unbelievable. You can go and get dipped at a lot of places, right? Megaformer, you can do all these big machines that they got out there. Get yourself dipped or at very least head on to YouTube and learn a little bit about how to do floor Pilates for yourself just to get a ground level on how they move. If you're behind the wall right now, You're doing burpees, you're doing push-ups, you're doing pull-ups any way you can. Those are going to get you stronger, right? It just proves that given if you don't have the luxuries of gym life, you can still maintain the most fit you can be by just exercising Pilates and learning how to do calisthenics to enhance your strength, all right? Maybe at some point, once you learn the basics of Pilates, which again, is anchoring through your core, is learning to manipulate your hips, articulating your spine, doing all those in a certain type of an order, right? Not forgetting about your obliques. There's so much that goes into the basics, I can't possibly begin to explain it right now, but... Practice, practice, spend three weeks practicing. Do this at the beginning of your workouts. Learn how to do your leg pulls. Learn how to do a certain type of pull-up or a curl-up perfectly so that you can now outwardly apply that when you do traditional exercise, even in between sets of lifting weights. See how much stronger you're going to get. This is the basics of calisthenics, which by the way, must be a part of your life because We need to remember when it was easy. Number two, all right? Find yourself a TRX. Most modern gyms have them lying around. What you're going to do is you're going to practice a lot of the moves that you just learned to do on the floor when you had four points or maybe three, possibly even two points of contact, but you were on the floor. Now, let's take that. Ter- the the floor, right? So you were anchored to the floor which made all of these movements either up and down rotational or side to side but you were anchored safely. Now let's challenge all that movement by not having a level flat surface. Let's start to work a lot of these positions from different types of angles and that's where your TRX comes in where you can do most of the stuff that you can do on the floor but now instead of being anchored in one f- infallible position, you have to challenge in different angles. So every single joint angle gets work. Why? Because I talk about it all the time, you guys, right? Entropy. The world is naturally entropic. And so we have to respond in kind by building strength through that entropy, right? We're never just going to... We're never walking the same paths, getting out of the car in the same direction, the same place all the time. Circumstances are always going to change. Sometimes you'll be at the supermarket and an errant shopping cart will start darting in your direction. You'll have to hop up out the way right quick. We have to be ready for an entropic world that cares little about our inability to move out of the way. We have to be ready. And so being building full strength has little to do with how many front squats we're doing when out in the real world we'll never have specific practical use for it. We build that so that we can complement an entropic world or work with it. TRX helps that. So you can change all these angles. You could do a lot of the floor Pilates stuff. The basics that you learn. How to separate The body into quadrants, into five pieces, how to work your axial skeleton inside of a TRX to give more strength at more angles. You can change angles doing similar X, man. You can just go off on that thing, do all kinds of just cool, fun shit on there and make your body really, really strong, right? Throughout. So the next progression as par- as calisthenics need to be part of your life. So you got that TRX game going. You're going to sp- now roll that into your global like strength workout and strength regimen. You're not just going to quit the TRX at some point. No, 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 no. Whereas you could kind of leave the floor Pilates behind unless you're having someone challenge you at the highest level there. Right? Push-ups, pull-ups, and possibly Running or movement outside. All right. So the pandemic for me made me aware of a lot of friends that I had and people that I knew that were avid meatheads in the gym actually started to hit the pavement, chase that pavement, and do some high level walking in the city. So even if it's like walking for an hour, hiking, urban hiking, and trekking. That's part of what I'm talking about, where you're hitting outside, using your body, running. But also add to that push-ups and pull-ups. So you're going to do that on your traditional bar. You're going to do your push-ups wherever you can. There's plenty of videos out there where guys are supersetting those two things together in orders of one to two, right? Or nonstop, one to two, and then you get a three in terms of ratios, right? So if you do ten of the pull-ups you're doing 20 of the push-ups and maybe you're doing 30 seconds of rest so one and two and three work work and rest ratios pull-ups push-ups and rest so that's one way that you could superset it right there very few people and i i knew someone that was that really likes doing burpees shout out um some if you feel if your mojo is going Right, you're vibing out. Maybe you'll even hit up some burpees. I know me personally, I will not probably do burpees on my own, but burpees are going to be the next evolution to that. Modifying that to do walkouts, right? Walkouts, something that you could learn to do inside of your Pilates. You can now start to modify all this and add in push ups, add in Spiderman's. Man's. You can do all the things that are getting more and more attention inside the gym. Work your core. This is the next evolution. This is the next evolution. I knew a guy that was a academic. I think he was studying um, some kind of sociology. He was getting his master's. We had gone to high school together. He hit me up. We were working out in the gym together. Me, another one of our classmates who was a doctor, and we were boxing, actually. He was teaching a boxing class. and It was by coincidence that the three of us like linked up we all went to high school, and I'm showing them some boxing, and we're doing some boxing. When we got done, class was over. It was just us three ex-classmates in the room, and my guy, uh, the master's guy, asks, hey, how many push-ups do you think I can do right now? Dr. Man goes, 50. Ah, I'm like, "Now nah, you look pretty strong. I'm going to say 80. My guy blasted out 115 right there, right then. And did 90 in a row without stopping. One of the more impressive feats that I've seen done in front of me, that calisthenics play. 90 in front of me without stopping. I took him about four, I think it took him five minutes, six minutes to do the 115. But he did not stop or what he stopped he changed his tempo but he didn't touch the ground with his knees until he got to a hundred ish it was impressive it was impressive globally strong he was about a five he was about five eight um lean guy you know didn't look like he was a bodybuilder didn't look like he had muscle popping out of everywhere definitely was a wrestler back in the day in high school wrestlers you know they stay strong you know they stay strong If you're going to get into a a squab with somebody, right, make sure you ask if they wrestled in high school. If they did, you might want to be on your (laughs) A-game. Wrestlers are strong. Men and women, wrestlers are strong. Martial artists, like I said before, these are the folks that really spend a lot of the time working their body through the entropy planes of life, right? And so they're good at using their bodies. They're good using their bodies they are naturally adept at working calisthenics modalities and calisthenics have to be a part of your life because they do keep you really strong so the first one is start out with your mat pilates next is find the trx in the gym change angles and challenge what you learned in the pilates basics third start doing sets of pull-ups push-ups any type of running Add in your burpees and core later on if you need to. And the last is simply just do all that with uh, one leg or one arm. So one limb you're gonna work ipsilaterally or contralaterally um, on the floor. You're not or on the pull-up bar. I right? don't. You can do one-arm things on the TRX. You can do one-legged things on the TRX. You can experiment with a lot of this stuff. Absolutely, but definitely experiment. And then anything that you apply in terms of push-ups, pull-ups, and the like, you're going to supremely overload by working plyometrically. You do plyo pull-ups where you pull your hands off the bar and catch it in the other grip. So you do underhand, pull your hands off, hop up into the air, catch it in the overhand grip, overhand to underhand, right? Maybe you're going to do muscle-ups. Maybe you get to the point where you're doing one-armed push-ups or I've never seen anybody I've seen people do one arm push-ups impressively I've seen very lean women in the gym that we're training at do one arm push-ups I've seen practice for one arm push-ups do it incline right do incline one arm push-ups first I've never seen anyone do what Bruce Lee used to do which was fingertip push-ups but also one arm that would be one of the most impressive feats that I've ever seen in life point blank period That might be the height of all progression when you're talking about your push-ups. Don't acquiesce. Try to get there. All right. That's your penultimate goal many years down the line. Fingertip push-ups, staggered and archer push-ups, there's a lot of variations, but make sure you overload by doing things contralaterally. Where one arm or one leg is doing the work and the other arm and or and other leg is working balance, all right? Those are your four progressions to make calisthenics be a part of the life that you lead on a daily. Helps you get stronger and makes you feel just like a strong, flexible youngster once again. Give all that a shot. I hope it works out for you, all right? Let me know how it goes on egokillershow.com. Apple Podcasts, if you like the episode, rate it. Kick me down a little. Love from the podcast podcast. Gods help spread the vibe Ego Killer Newsletter on Substack Go there We talk in depth more about some of these Topics away from fitness And more about culture and life On that Newsletter you can hit that up On the website also Let me know how it goes Thanks for listening And stay up